Yeah, magandang magandang umaga po sa ating lahat. Ang ganda ng araw. Dapat may energy tayo. Magandang umaga sa ating lahat. Yan, inayayahan ko po ang lahat na tumayo. Let's start this worship in a word of prayer. Lord Jesus, thank you for an amazing day, Father God, that we get together and worship you, Lord Jesus, and listen to your word, Father. Lord, maraming maraming salamat that we get this chance. Lord, As we uh, worship you today, Lord Jesus, may we be able to glorify you. Lord, we lift your name, Lord Jesus. We bless your name, Father. As we listen to your word today, Lord Jesus, may our hearts be ready and able, Father God, to understand the message that you want us to receive today, Lord Jesus. Lord, we thank you. We glorify you in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Ayan, sabi sa Psalm 150 verse 6, Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, gusto ko lang i-confirm. Lahat nga tayo huminga. Breathe in. Breathe out. Ayan. Napansin mo ba yung katabi mong huminga? Huminga? Huminga naman? Ayan. Baka may kasama tayong zombie dito eh. Ayan. Kung huminga yung kasama mo, sabihin mo, may hininga ka, magpupuri ka. Again, sabi sa Psalm 150 verse 6, Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let's worship Him. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'll praise in the valley. I'll praise when I'm shy, I'll praise when I'm doubting, I'll praise when I'm numbered, praise when surrounded. Those hands clapping. I want to see those body moving for the Lord. 
everything that has been praise the Lord this is the time to show your worship to him
God is good. Amen. Amen. God is good. All the time. All the time. Isn't that amazing thing for us to really be thankful? Just knowing that God is always good. Diba? God is so good that our hearts could just be filled with so much gratefulness. Diba? Sobrang laking bagay. Sobrang laking bagay na ipagpasalamat. Knowing that God loves us no matter what. That He's always good. Sobrang um, intriguing that even science. Sabi sa science, there's a research, um, uh, neuroscience research years ago about uh, gratitude um, curing anxiety, curing depression, just being thankful every day makes our life so much lighter. So today, let's continue to be grateful. Let's continue to have that heart that only thinks about the Lord's goodness.
Jesus, truly you are faithful, Lord Jesus. You are good today, tomorrow, forever, Lord Jesus. You've been so good and you will continue to be good. And for that, we are so grateful, God. Thank you for always being, you are always been faithful to us, God. Thank you that we could be here to lift up your name, Lord Jesus. Lord, we thank you for all your blessings each and every day. Thank you for every morning, Lord Jesus. Thank you that you are our God. Thank you that you let us serve you, Father. Thank you for your grace and your mercy, Lord Jesus. All glory and honor and praise, Lord Jesus, belongs to you. In Jesus' name we pray.
Amen and Amen. Isang malakas naman na palakpak para sa Panginoon. Meron pang mas ilalakas pa yan? Isa pang malakas na palakpak. Truly, God is good. Amen. Amen and Amen. Ayan, makakaupo na po tayong lahat. Alright, magandang, uh, magandang umaga sa inyo lahat. Ayan, indeed, every gising is a blessing. Diba? Sakap bumangon, no? Kaninang madaling araw, yung una kong nakita, nakita yung uh, t-shirt ko ng Ecclesia, yung The Search. So kung kasama kayo sa Ecclesia, alam mo yung ibig sabihin yung The Search. Alam mo yung kaninang umaga, nung paggising ko when I was doing my, my morning talk with God, baka yung una kong naisip eh. And when you get to feel your heartbeat, yun yung purpose eh. Ibig habang tumitibok pa yung puso ninyo, may purpose pa kayo sa buhay. Ano yun yung million dollar question eh, di ba? Why am I here? Last morning habang pinapakinggan ko yung tibok ng puso, Lord, sabi ko, kaya nga every gising is a blessing eh. Lord, thank you for allowing me to wake up again. Ibig sabihin, meron pa tayong gagawin. And that's indeed a blessing for me every day. So I'd like to thank each and every one of you who made Uh, Pastor's Appreciation Month last month, very special. So, on behalf of the team, hindi pa namin na uh, pasalamatan kayo personally. It was a crazy week. Grabing week namin. It was so crazy na ito, so busy kaya hindi na namin, hindi kami nakapag-send ng, ng personal uh, messages to thank you. But hopefully this week we'll be able to do that. Well, I am forever grateful, forever thankful to each and every one of you who showed your love and appreciation to us. Eh, Ironically, this November, our series uh, title is entitled Forever Thankful. Diba? Forever Thankful. Sabi sa katabi mo, Forever Thankful. Ano yung bakit forever? Kasi four Sundays eh. So every Sunday isa. So baligyan nyo. Kaya forever siya. Kasi four Sundays this November. And every Sunday, we'll be looking back on God's Word. Diba? To cultivate that attitude of gratitude to have that heart of thanksgiving, to have a life that points all the glory to God alone. So that's what we'll be doing for the whole month of November. Panakasawa, no? Pero my prayer is that not only for this Sunday, but the coming Sundays and the rest of your life, you would have that heart that would be forever thankful to God. Batin mo yung katabi mo, sabi mo, salamat sa lahat. Ayan, so part one, part one of our four-part series is entitled Ups and Downs, diba? So first, the ups and downs. Diba, yun yung ups and downs. Bakit ups and downs? It's easy to be thankful to God for the ups. Ano ups moment? Yung moments of success. Diba, madaling magpasalamat kung katatapos mo mag-graduate, kung nakuha mo yung bonus mo. Yun yung mga times na dali-daling magpasalamat sa Lord Day when everything goes according to your plan. Diba, Lord, thank you. Lahat na lang ng pinagpipay mo, nangyayari. Diba, it's easy to be thankful to God for happy times. Amen? Pero paano pag yung down times? Yung mga down moments in your life. Moments of struggle. Moments of pain. Moments of challenge. Can you say, thank you, Lord? Thank you, Lord, for the pain. Thank you, Lord, for the challenge. Thank you, Lord, for the down moments in my life. Thank you, Lord, when things aren't going according to my plan. Sino sa inyo handang mag-thank you kay Lord pag ganun? Pangwala na, no? 
Pag gusto natin ups lang. Ayaw natin ng down moment. For Paul, it was a struggle. It was a struggle to him, but he was reminded always with these words, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. This Sunday, join me as we look in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 1 to 10, and all together find God. That's our ultimate goal today, to find Jesus in our passage of scriptures and be thankful for the ups and downs of our life. So if you have your Bibles with you today, may I encourage you to open your Bibles to 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 1 to 10. And may I invite everybody who can stand up and read to please join me as we give honor to the reading of God's Word this morning. Join me as we uh, read God's Word. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 1 to 10. I must go on boasting. Although there is nothing to be gained, I will go on to visions and revelations from the Lord. I know a man in Christ who 14 years ago was caught up in the third heaven, whether it was in the body or out of the body, I do not know. God knows. And I know that this man, whether in the body or out of the body, I do not know, but God knows, was caught up to paradise and heard inexpressible things things that no one is permitted to tell. I will boast about a man like that, but I will not boast about myself except about my weaknesses. Even if I should choose to boast, I would not be a fool because I would be speaking the truth, but I remain so no one will think more of me than what is warranted by what I do or say, or because these surpassingly great revelations Therefore, in order to keep me from becoming conceited, I was given a thorn in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me, but he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Blessed be the reading of God's word. Join us, we pray. Abba, Father, with all our hearts, soul, and mind, and strength, we praise you. Lord, in this uh, Sunday, we remember your faithfulness and your goodness in our lives. And that your promises are always yes and amen. As we listen to your word today, Father, help us to check our minds, our hearts before you. Enable us to bring all that we are to you so that we may experience the warmth of your touch upon all aspects of our lives. Father, may the words that we hear today not only touch our minds but also spur in our hearts a certain thing that we know comes from you. Father, may it also spur us to action in the next coming days. Father, truly, we thank you. We honor you, O Lord Father. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. You may be seated. Uh, ayan. Second Corinthians is a book written by Paul. It was uh, a book written by Paul to, a, to the church in Corinth. Most of the letters ni Paul was to address an issue. 
So when you get to read about Galatians, when you get to read about Colossians, when you get to read about different letters or epistles of Paul, usually he writes to address an issue in order for them to, re to be reminded. With 2 Corinthians, he was addressing an issue. There was this uh, uh, people that were against Paul. They called themselves the super apostles. Diba? So baka first time nyo marinig yan. Isibin, sila gusto nilang ipagmayabang ko kung sino sila at anong ginawa nila para kay Kristo. They were called the super apostles. And Paul, in his letter here, wanted to address these certain super apostles. Um, if you read in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, uh, yung before this, the chapter before this, I like how Paul termed it. Eh. When he was confronting these super apostles, if you look in your passage in scriptures, sabi niya, di ba, in paraphrase, sabi niya, are they Hebrew? Sabi niya, <clears throat> pati ako, baka nakalimutan niyo, pati ako Hebrew, di ba? Are they Israelites? Guess what? Ako din. Are they seeds of Abraham? Me too. Are they servants of Christ? Mas nalo ako. In labor, more abundantly in person, more abundantly in stripes, above measure, in deaths, often. Then he would give a highlight, patunay ko anong pinagdaanan niya. He said, five times from the Jews, I received 40 stripes minus one. Because he deserved, he did not, I, he thought he did not deserve yung pinagdaanan ni Kristo. So minus one yung sa kanya, yung stripes. Three times, I was beaten with rods. Ano? Pag inisip mo, di ba grabe yung pinagdaanan ni Paul? Once I was stoned, Biro mo, binato siya, tapos bilang, no, after, after siyang stinone, bumangon siya. Tapos okay na, pinunas niya lang yung dugo sa ulo niya, patuloy pa rin sa trabaho. Three times I suffered shipwreck. I have been night and a day in the deep. I have been troubles often, perils of river, perils of robbers, perils from my countrymen, perils from the Gentiles, perils in the city, perils in the wilderness, perils in the sea, perils among false brothers in labor, in watching often, in hunger and thirst, in fasting often, and in cold and nakedness. Towards the end of uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 11, sabi niya doon, if I must boast, I will boast of the things that show my weakness. Well, sino sa inyo magmamayabang ng kahinaan nila? Wala, di ba? I was born a forcep baby kaya may area sa, sa head ko na walang hair. Sino magmamayabang na, oy may kulta pa ko, tapos proud ka. Di ba usually pagkahinaan natin, di natin pinagmamayabang, tinatago natin para walang ibang tao makakakita. But when it comes to Paul, he said, if I may boast, Kevin, sabi niya, I will boast on my weakness. Amo dun pa lang, magtataka na akong bilang kristyano eh. Paano ka magmamayabang sa kahinaan mo? Diba usually gusto natin pagmayabang kung saan tayo magaling, kung saan tayo malakas. Kaya ka mayabang kasi talagang mayroon kang pagmamayabang eh. Pero paano mo pagmamayabang yung kahinaan mo? Wala. Diba it's so hard to analyze those phrases but Paul used those phrases to connect it to our passage of scripture this morning. So as we hit our passage this morning, in verse 1, sabi niya, I must go on boasting. Although there is nothing to be gained. Alam mo pa kay Paul, kung magmamayabang lang ako, ipagmamayabang ko na lang yung ginagawa ni Kristo sa buhay ko at kung ano yung bagagawin pa ni Lord sa buhay ko. That was Paul and that should be us. But Paul wanted to say, sabi niya, alam mo kung, kung magmamayabang tayo, pwede, pwedeng 
maninuhala kayo, grabe yung pwede kong ipagmayabang eh. That's why he said here that I can go on with visions and revelations from the Lord. Baka dun pa lang, di nyo na kaya akong pantayan. But Paul didn't want these things. Almo, he just wanted to contend with these super apostles. Para ipakita sa anin na walang kwenta yung pinagmamayabang natin. Then he went on to say, using the third person, sabi niya in verse 2, I know a man. Diba pero pag binasa niyo to hanggang verse 10, even verses after, you would know that he's describing himself. That this man that Paul was talking about was him. Sabi niya, I know a man who 14 years ago was caught up in the third heaven. Diba may tatlong langit ba? Diba yung unang langit? Ano ba yung unang langit? Pag nakapasa kayo? Hindi na ba? Pag nag-church kayo, pangalawang langit ba? Pag namatay kayo, hindi pa siguro third. During, the, during this time, yung culture nila believed in three heavens kasi yung unang heaven was the sky. Yung, yung blue, when you look at that pang heaven, yung tawag na sa sky, yung second heaven was where the stars were, yung space. Yun yung second heaven. The third heaven was where Jesus, I where God dwelled in. Yun yung third heaven. So Paul was saying, I reached the third heaven, yung dwelling place ni Lord. Kung doon pa lang, eh, di ba? Um, sino sa inyo nakakating na kay Lord? Wala? Wala? Gabi naman kayo, di ba? Napakahinan nyo naman. Paul was saying, there's this man who reached the third heaven. Whether it was body, in the body, or, or out of the body, I do not know. God knows. Hindi niya kinalam eh. And I know this man, whether in the body or apart from the body, I don't know, but God knows, was caught up in paradise and heard inexpressible things, things that things that no one is permitted to tell. Ama, may sinabi siya, dami yung narinig, pero guess what? Hindi ko pwedeng sabihin sa inyo. Ano ba yun? Bakit niyo pa sinabi? Diba? Kumbaga, God did not allow him to reveal these things that the Lord has allowed Paul to hear. I will boast about a man like that, but I will not boast about myself except about my weakness. Ano to inulit-ulit ni Paul eh. This will be a constant theme towards hanggang sa end, hanggang sa verse 10. You'd always hear this theme that if he has to boast, he will boast upon his weakness. Ano to pang sikang plakot? He'll go on and on and on and on and Paul will always say these things. Paul essentially says that this man na walang pangalan ay meron talaga yung nagmamayabang with regards to the visions that he had. Paul finds it more comfortable to boast in his weakness. Alam mo, simple lang yung eh. Because sa ministry ni Paul, the power that generates his ministry is not upon his own strength. The power that generates his ministry is the power that comes from God. That's why all the more said, I am weak, okay lang na mahina ako, basta si Lord, malakas sa buhay ko, that is okay for me. So in verse 6, if, if I could choose to boast, I would not be a fool because I would be speaking the truth. We see here, almo sa lahat ng sinabi ni Paul mula sa verse ay sa chapter 11 hanggang ngayon, everything was truth. Wala naman sinabi siya doon na gawa-gawa lang niya. Alam mo yung subukan niyo na magkwentuhan kayo ng mga lolo, yung pagalingan ng lolo. Yung ha, wala ka sa lolo kasi nag-isip ka ng ginawa ng lolo ko, wala pala no. Di ba yung pagalingan kayo, para lang may masabi kayo, yung payabangan kayo, kung hindi man lolo, yung magtotropa, ha, wala ka men, wala ka sa ginawa ko. And sometimes we tend to exaggerate, di ba? Para lang ikaw yung bida. Pero kay Paul, was saying na lahat ng sinabi ko ay pawang katotohanan lamang. I would be a fool kung yung sinasabi ko hindi pala katotohanan. 
Therefore, in order to keep me from being conceited, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. This thorn in the flesh, sabi daw, binigay daw kay Paul in order to prevent something from him, in, in order for him to be prideful. I'm a pride is something that's, that eats each, each, each person. Nakakabulol yun ha. It's each person. It can be found in each person. Kaya pag sila, ah, pastor, ako, hindi ako pride. Wala siguro sa akin. Imposible yun. Lahat tayo meron nun eh, pride. And that's something we have to be watchful for. Pagdating sa buhay ni Paul, this was something he was aware of. Yung pride sa kanyang buhay. So I said, siguro kaya binigay ni Lord yung thorn in the flesh to remind me that I have to depend on God. Yung thorn in the flesh na to, a lot of scholars would say na, pwedeng talagang physical na sakit siya, pwede siyang spiritual na pinagdadaanan, pwede siyang persecution mula sa labas, it can be anything. Wala namang sinabi dito, I don't like to assume na, ah, baka totoong physical pain siya. It was not said here, but I think it was left hanging so that we can properly relate. How if you're going through something spiritual and you can relate to Paul? If you're going through something health-wise, physically, you can relate to Paul. If you're going through persecution today, you can relate to Paul. Yun ang gusto ipakating dito eh. That's why it wasn't explicitly said kung ano ba yung thorn in the flesh dito. So that we today can relate to what Paul experienced. Ito yung maganda. Sabi nyo, three times I pleaded to the Lord, Lord, tanggalin mo na na yung thorn in the flesh kung ano yung sakit na to. Three times he pleaded to the Lord. Pero the Lord's answer was, no. The answer of the Lord was no. Siguro sa unang, sa unang prayer ni Paul, di ba, talagang Lord, tanggalin mo na tong thorn in the flesh sa aking gilid, di ba? Para naman, maramdaman ko, para mas lalo ako makapag-serve sa Lord. Then the Lord said no. You know Paul. Paul was this prayerful guy. Diba? Nasabi niya in Philippians, in all things, diba? make your request known to God. That's why he prayed again to Lord. But the Lord said, no. Third time, no. Sabi no, ilang, kayo, ilang beses kayo magpe-pray para lang malaman nyo na no. Diba? Tuloy-tuloy pa rin siguro kasi nintay nyo after 100 time, alam nyo na nga no si Lord eh. Baka naman Lord, baka naman pwede. Because for the Lord, it had two, alam mo, dalawa lang solution ni Lord doon eh. It was either a no, or it was either in a different perspective. He was strengthening Paul. Yun di natin nakikita yung angulo na ganun eh. That God's no was actually a yes because he was strengthening Paul in his life. God is telling us today, His grace is sufficient for us. I mean, constant reminder for us, His grace is sufficient for us. Minsan kasi yung ayaw nating sagot eh. Na pag sinabi ng Lord eh, okay lang yan. Di ba pag no, sino sa inyo gustong no na sagot? Wala? Ay, lahat ba sa inyo gustong yes? Di ba it's hard eh? It's hard to receive a no from the Lord. Tapos sasabihin ni Lord, hindi lang no, pero sasabihin niya, ay wait, my grace is sufficient for you. 
Ah, okay lang na no, tapos sige, plan B na lang. Plan B na lang siya, di mas malinaw. Pero yung no, tapos sasabihin niya, my grace is sufficient for you, CJ. Parang, ah, hindi ko pa rin alam ganong gagawin ko ah. Parang napakalabo mo, Lord eh. But what he's trying to say is that his love is enough for you. It's for us not only to depend on God, but to completely depend on His grace and His strength. <clears throat> Lastly, in verse 10, sabi dun, Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness, so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weakness. Taas kamay, who delights in weakness, yung pag, pagsakay naan, tuwang-tuwa kayo, Lord, sige pa! Wala. How about in insults? Wala. In hardships. Delight. Ibig sabihin, nagagalak kayo habang mumihirap yung buhay. Yes, Lord. Sige pa. Diba? In persecution. Diba? Ikaw, Kristiyano ka, pinagtatawanan ka. <laughs> okay lang yan. Masaya ako. In difficulties. No one in their right mind diba, would have these things na they would delight in these certain things. Amo pag pinakinggan mo ito, Diba? For Christ, delight in weakness, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. Do you think Paul was strong or was he weak? Ako, pagkakabasa ko, together with, with the previous chapters, previous letters, I would say that Paul was so strong. Yung tipong he was stoned, yung balak nila, patayin siya by stoning. Tapos after yung sigot, tumama na ulo sa ulo niya, dumudugo na after nilang stone siya, babaon lang siya. Tapos na ba? Let's go! And you would imagine him being in jail. Ilang araw siya nasa preso, pero ang ginagawa niya sa preso, mag-worship siya. He was beaten to death. Yun yung aim nila, ipatayin siya habang pinapalo siya, pinikpikan to the max. Three times, sabi niya. Tatlong beses ako ginawang pinikpikan, pero... Dito pa ako. You think Paul was strong? Ako, I would say yes. But Paul would always say, I am weak. Yun yung irony eh. You can see it in them that he's strong, pero he will all the more say that I am weak. You know why? So that Christ may be seen in his life. Para kay Paul, isa lang yung bida, hindi siya. Yung bida lang si Kristo. At pag hindi nakikita si Kristo sa buhay niya, walang sa-isa yung ginagawa ko. That was Paul. And that's what Paul wants us to be today. Nasa buhay natin, although may kahinaan tayo, it's okay for that. That's an opportunity for God to be seen in your life. Ano, pag kayo perfect na o close to perfect, wala na eh. Hindi nila makikita gumagalo si Lord sa buhay mo eh. But He would use random people, ordinary people. Alam mo bakit? Kasi pag, siya yung, pag yun yung ginamit ng Lord, maniniwala kayo na wow. Wow. Imagine Jason, one of these days coming in front here, tapos siya nag-share. Si Jason yan, no? Taas kamay nga, Jason. Oh, pakisipin niyo, oh my God, never. Pero pag yun nangyari, alam mo, pag nakita niyo, si Lord yung sisikat eh. Kasi imposible yun sa tao eh. Pero pagdating kay Lord, posible. And so that's what it means when Paul was constant, constantly saying that I am weak because my strength is from the Lord's So 
So today, as we look upon this passage of Scripture, planning ending, for when I am weak, then I am strong. Parang may kumakalabit sa akin. For when I am weak, then I am strong. So today, three points that points us up. Three points that points us up to God. Three words to remind us that His grace is sufficient for us, for us to be, for, for us to be forever thankful. Ito naman yung ending nito yan, di ba? As you look upon this passage of Scripture. So una-una, can you be thankful during undeserved positions? Ano may sabihin ng undeserved positions? Yung minister ka ron, pero wala kang trabaho. Isipin mo, deserve ko ba to Lord? Ibig sabihin ng undeserved position. Yung everyday ka nagdi-devotion, everyday ka nagpe-pray, pero may sakit ka. Deserve ko ba to? Nag-church ka, you try to love God, you try to love other people, pero sarili mong, sarili mong pamilya, may problema kayo. Those are undeserved positions. Yung tipong, you, you, you pray to God and say, Lord, deserve ko ba tong kalagay na to? Sa lahat ng ginawa ko sa iyo, Lord, eh, Ako pa, ang dami ng masasamang tao dyan eh. Ang dami mas deserving na, na maghirap. Sila na lang, bakit pa ako? But during those times of undeserved positions, can you be thankful to God? Wala kang trabaho, praise the Lord. May sakit ka, hallelujah. Yun yung mga kakaiba ngayon eh. Di ba yun yung mga kakaibang tao eh. In our passage today, Paul knew that pride can be his weakness. And God exposed it by giving him this thorn in the flesh. Amo yung pride can blind us today. Ano yung sabihin ng pride? I don't need God. Yung sabihin, I'm self-sufficient. Kaya ko na to, sariling talento, sariling sikap, sariling lakas. Yun yung ibig sabihin ng pride. And most of the time, it blinds us of our need of God. Paul was this super, kung, ha, kung titignan ko yung mga super apostle, wala namang binatbat kay Paul eh. He was above all of them. And pride could easily creep into his mind and say, wow, ang galing ko pala. But this thorn in the flesh was to remind him of his need for God. Today you realize that no one is perfect. No one is close to being perfect, even me. I'm, every day I still commit mistakes. Every day I still hurt people. Every day I look in the mirror and I say, I'm a sinner saved by grace. Every day I'm in need of God's grace. Kasi kung wala yung grace ni Lord, di ko alam kung anong gagawin ko. I'm not perfect. And never will I be. That's why I hold on to this standard. This standard, not of perfection, but the standard of grace that lives in my life. Yun yung kailangan ko every day. His grace. Knowing that I don't deserve it and yet He gives it to me all the more. So I love Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 that states, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is a gift of God. We are not saved because we are good. 100%. Hindi kayo sinave ni Lord dahil marami kayong dinidisciple. Hindi kayo sinave ni Lord kasi marami kayong invite ngayon. Hindi kayo sinave ni Lord dahil alam niyo mag-memorize ng verse. Hindi kayo sinave ni Lord dahil lahat ng ginagawa niyo sa church, hindi yun yung dahilan. Kasi kung yun yung magiging basihan natin, then you would go back to feeling that I deserve this. I deserve that. But we were saved 
Not because we are good, but because He is good. Yun yung ultimate standard. Because He is good, nothing that, not, nothing sa buong buhay mo, nothing that you ever will do will ever match to what God has done. Hindi man tayo didikit sa kalingkingan ng kanyang ginawa eh. Because salvation was His to give from the very start. I'm so glad every day when I wake up that salvation is based on God's grace. Kasi kung basihan nun yung kabutihan ko, every day I would fail. Every day. And that's what it means to be thankful to God. When you know that nothing that you have today, you deserve. Everything is upon God's grace. Alam mo, kahit mahirap yung buhay, you would be thankful. Kasi yun yun palang eh. Well, I would rather, I'd rather suffer here and enjoy eternal life with Him. Eh, yun yung pinamis niya eh. Salvation that towards the end, we would be together. You know, happy ending. Regardless of what happens in the middle, I don't care. Because He gave His promise. And that's more than enough. Yun ibig sabihin niya, your grace is sufficient, Lord. Na bonus na lang. When you receive a promotion here on earth, that's bonus. When you have a good life here, that's a bonus. But when you look towards the end, sabi ko nga eh, oftentimes we would reflect on our lives living up to, ilan taon ba gusto mabuhay? 80? 90? CJ? 100? Yung masakit na likod mo, nagbabasketball ka ba din? Di ba pang hihap? Sometimes that's what we fear. Ano, hanggang kailan kaya mabubuhay? 80, 90? Di ba? 100 na lang sa Lord para may makuha pa ako sa gobyerno. We focus on the 100 years and not on eternity. Kaya mas mahalaga yung eternity. Walang, wala man lang sa kalingkingan yung 100 years eh. Pagdating sa eternity eh. And it changes your perspective once you think about those things. That truly His grace is sufficient. Uh, there was somebody who said, many of, the, many of the greatest gifts and deepest joys that God gives us come wrapped in painful packages. Ouch! Diba? Parang ayoko eh. Diba? Sayo, minsan ayaw natin buksan yung mga hinanakit natin. Helen Keller also wrote, character cannot be developed in ease and quiet. Only through experience of trial and suffering can the soul be strengthened, ambition inspired and achieved, and a success achieved. Character is who we are when no one is looking. And in times of crises, it is how we react to the situation that shows who we truly are. Hama pagdating sa hirap ng buhay, di ba sabi ni Helen Kerr, doon lumalabas kung sino talaga tayo eh. Di ba kung ngayon okay tayo kasi maganda yung buhay, eh, paano pag humirap yung buhay? Doon lumalabas kung ano ba yung totoong pakay mo, anong totoong layunin mo. And oftentimes, when you go through difficulties, di ba inisip nyo, di ba? O nga, no, sabi ko kanina, reflect on God's grace and it's God's grace. Pagdating sa God's grace, it's God's love. Did you ever ask Jesus how much does He love you? Tanong nyo ba yung sagili nyo? Ever look at the mirror, Lord, how much do you love me? Kami minsan, kami mag-asawa, nagbibiroan kami, di ba? How much do you love me? Tinatanong ko si Ais, how much do you love me? Nagbibiroan ka. Biro lang yun, ang mga isipin nyo. Gusto namin na, it's our way na pang maglambing, di ba? Tapos sasabihin niya, ganyan lang. Eh, 
bismat siya sabi niya. Sa ako okay, kasi ako dise, sabi ko pa ganyan. Palitan kami. Yun yung yun yung lambing namin sa isa't isa. But did you ever ask God? Lord, how much do you love me? Tama so okay to ask him, di ba? Lord, how much do you love me? This much? This much? Di ba, Gabby, did you ever ask? Sa tingin mo, how much? Ganyan lang, yung love ni Lord sa'yo. Gabby, no? Pangasakit na ba nun? Kaya metaphorically, God would, uh, Jesus would always, when asked the question to Jesus, how much do you love me? Jesus would always raise his hands to the extent that I died for you on the cross. Ganong kanya kamahal. Not to measure, but to remind you of what he did for you. He died for you. Doon pa lang ako forever grateful to God. During times of undeserved possessions, it teaches us one thing. It teaches us to rely on God. Yun yung mahirap eh, to, rely, to rely on God. To rely on God is hard. Pero may harder doon to totally rely on Him. 100%. Not 99.9%, but 100% to fully depend on God. We depend on God all the time. And there are times we can do nothing else. The Lord gives us the faith we need to make it through those times. I'd always go back to the example of the Bible in Daniel. Let me see Shadrach, Meshach, at saka si Abednego. When they were asked to bow down before a false god, ano ginawa nila? They did what they can. Ano ginawa nila? They did not bow down. The things that were beyond their control, they left it to God. That's what it means to rely to God. Yung para i-adjust, yung init nung papasukan nila, hindi na namin hawak yan. Kung gusto nung hari, ipasok kami doon, hindi na namin hawak yan. The thing that they can do is not to bow down. All the rest, they relied it to God. That's what it means to totally rely, rely on God. Sometimes in your life, that's why you go through frustration, you want to cross the line. Yung gusto mong gawin yung parte ni Lord eh. Pag ginawa mo na yung parte ni Lord, wala nang relying on Lord yun. Wala nang depending on the Lord yun. Kasi ginawa mo na eh. But to depend on God totally means for you to do your part. Lord, nagawa ko na. It's, it's all up to you. That's what it means to depend on God. Bahala ka na Lord. The Bible often tells us, even Jesus said, truly I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of God. Yung illustration nito ni Jesus was because, alam mo yung bata, when you, t- well, since yun may, may kids, sabi si Mati, hindi na kid eh, medyo matigas na ulo niyan eh, medyo lang, di ba? I mean, when you have kids like AZ, uh, Leah, diba they would depend on you. When you say come, they would go. Anong susot nila, anong kakainin nila. Wala namang bata na two years old, tas mag-isa nakita mo sa session, order ng Jollibee, abang ng taxi. Wala namang ganun eh. They would depend on their parents. And that's what Jesus wants us to do. That's why He said, unless you become like children sa pag-iisip, who totally depends on God, then you will not be able to enter the kingdom of God. How in every aspect of your life do you depend on God? Ah, kapatid, kanino kayo nagtitiwala? Kanino, kanino kayo umaasa every day? And if it's nothing, if it's not the Lord, then there's something wrong. That's what it means to rely on God. 
undeserved positions happens in our life for us to realign again ourselves to God and to say, wow, kung ano, baka nagtitiwala naman ako sa sarili kong lakas and not by the strength of God in my life. So second, second, yan. Can you be also thankful for unanswered prayers? Diba, yung mahirap, di ba? Unanswered prayers. Pero thank you, Lord. Diba? Lord, thank you, hindi mo pa sinasagot. Sino sa inyo ganun? Hirap, no? Hirap. Ano, bakit mahirap? Ito kasi yung, ito kasi yung madalas na hindi natin kinikwento eh. When you go to your discipleship groups, when you meet with your friends, you never talk about unanswered prayers. Uy, grabe, alam mo, si Lord, di niya pa sinasagot yung prayers ko. Ay, ang saya-saya ko. Wala namang ganun eh. Di ba? That's why we don't often like to talk about it. Kasi baka isipin na, ah, baka kulang ka ng pananampalataya, kulang ka sa faith, kaya hindi ginagrant ni Lord eh. But most of the time, God doesn't grant your prayers. 100% yun. And is that enough reason to say, praise the Lord, I am forever thankful. Amo yung time na yun, hindi nyo nakikita eh. But ask people who have prayed for something, tapos fast forward today, they would say, hallelujah, thank you Lord. Hindi mo binigay. Kasi kung binigay mo yun, wala na. Dapat, kung binigay mo yun, wala na ako sa church. Pag binigay niyo yun, iba, iba sana na pangasawa ko. Pag binigay niyo, hindi ko dapat nakita yung promotion. Paul, in our passage of scripture, pleaded to God three times. Pero yung sagot ni Lord dun, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Every time Paul prayed, sabi niya, my grace is enough. My grace is sufficient. Yun yung sagot ni Paul palagi eh. Yun yung sagot ni Paul, ay yun yung, yun yung sagot ni Lord kay Paul palagi. You know why? Because God knew what Paul needed. He needed to feel the grace and love of God. Have you ever ask? Did you ever try to compute kung ilang galon? Punta kayo sa beach, tapos kinumpute nyo ba kung ilang galons? Yung sa tubig. Have you ever try to compute how many gallons of water are there in the ocean? Dapat try nyo, di ba? Try nyo. Try nyo, di ba? Kumuha kayo, salok. Try nyo kung, kung gano'ng karami. Alam mo, meron daw nag-measure nun eh. Wow, di ba? Hindi ako ah. <laughs> May nag-measure. Sabi, the answer is 3.612 times 10 to the 20 degree. 3.612 Tapos, 21 na zeros. Yun yung ilang gallons. 21 zeros. So, uh, konti lang. Di ba? Mga ganun, konti lang. How many stars are there in the universe? Answer, 70 sextillion. Grabe. Dami nun na. It's 7 followed by 22 zeros. So, mami, Arian, magbilang ka lang. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, sigo. I don't know. How many grains of sand are there in the world? Seven quintillion. Wow, grabe. Ang hirap na mga words na to. That's 500 quadrillion grains of sand. I don't know. Ang daming mga zeros, ang daming mga numbers. But what's my point? My point is, my point is this. Even if you try to compute it, siguro mamay mag-compute kayo, mali si pastor. That's not the point. 
Ang my point is, God's grace is bigger than these numbers. Yun yung point ko doon eh, na if you even just begin to count ko naabot mo na yung 22 na zeros, doon palang magsisimula yung grasya ng Panginoon. Ganong, ganong kalawak, ganong kalaki, ganong ka-wow. Yun yung gustong ibig sabihin dito eh. That's why when Paul went back, di ba sabi tanggalin mo na Lord yung sakit, distorting the flesh. Tapos three times I pleaded to the Lord. But the Lord answered, my grace is sufficient. Hindi na sinabi, my pure prayers is sufficient. He said, His grace is sufficient. Not your prayers. Your, His grace is sufficient. Whether He answers it or not, it's up to God. Ah, someone said, God's no is not a rejection, it's a redirection. Wow, gusto gusto niya yan eh, di ba? Sometimes God's no is better than His yes. Pangisip nyo, pangamas gusto kong yes eh. Pero amo sa buhay nyo, pag binilang nyo, mas maraming no. Think of it this way, di ba? Kung lahat ng pinagpray nyo, sabi mo na marangal, mabuti, lahat ng pinagpray nyo, binigay ni Lord, ano mangyayari sa buhay nyo? You, would you become more spiritually mature? Sa tayo niyo, kung lahat ng pinagpray niyo, andyan ka agad. Bukas, pagpipray ni Alexi, bukas, andyan lang agad. Diba? Oh Lord, sana long hair. Oh. Tapos, wala na sana white hair. Wala na siyang white hair. Pati yung mga mabubuti, Lord, make me love you more. Andyan na lahat-lahat. Would you, would you think you would be more spiritually mature? Ang na tendency, pag gano'n, lahat ng, pag lahat ng prayers yung ganyan ni Lord, your focus would be on the prayers and not on the Lord. Yung mahirap eh. That's what we do not want. Na pag everyday nagpe-pray ka, kasi alam mo eh, ah, magiging yes naman yung prayer ko eh. You see that difference? But when your focus is in the Lord, regardless of the outcome, Lord, okay lang eh. You are God at the end of the day. Unanswered prayers helps us to remind, <coughs> helps us to remember who God is. Minsan, we like, the, we like the word Lord. We like the word God. Pero pagdating sa answers ni Lord na no, pang wala siyang karapatang mag-no. Di ba? Pang, ah, ikaw Lord, dapat yes palagi. Pag ganun, hindi na siya si God. Ikaw na. Kasi ikaw nag-uutos sa kanya na Lord, dapat ito yung yes ha, dapat ito yung no. But remembering who God is, it means giving Him the right na Lord, pwede ka mag-no kasi ikaw si Lord eh. Yun ibig sabihin nun eh. Yun ibig sabihin na to totally rely on God, to remember who He is. Yun ang mahirap eh. We like to say Lord, we like to say God, pero sa buhay natin, hindi naman nakikita eh. Gusto pa rin natin tayo yung masusunod sa pang-araw-araw nating ginagawa. Like what Jesus said when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, before he was to be crucified. Alam na niya eh, kung ano mangyayari, alam niya na hirap ng pagdadaanan niya eh. But at the end of the day, you know what was his prayer? He said, Oh my Father, if it is be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. 
at the end of the day, it's, Lord, your kingdom come, your will be done upon my life. At the end of every prayer, Lord, ito yung gusto ko, pero Lord, at the end of the day, masusunod sana yung will mo eh, hindi yung will ko. That's what it means to remember who God is, that He knows what's best for you. So today, let God be God in your life. Give Him the right to say no. Kasi kung walang karapatan si Lord mag-no sa buhay niyo, di bakit pa? Di ikaw na. Ikaw na si Lord. And if Jesus needed to pray that way, your kingdom come, your will be done, how much more should we pray like that? So lastly, can we thank God for unexpected proposals or uh, unpredicted responses from God, unforeseen solutions to our problems? Most of the time, when you get to pray to the Lord, di ba meron ka na na-envision na solution? You pray for wisdom, pero alam mo na kung anong dapat sagot. Lord, dapat ganito. Di ba? Kumbaga, kaya I remember it was messages before na sabi ko, oftentimes we pray, uh, Pastor, pag pray mo naman tong trabaho na to eh, na sana matanggap ako. Eh, wala na option eh. Di ba? Yun na inapplyan mo eh. Di ba? Pag-pray lang natin. Di ba? Pero iba naman yung prayer. Pas, pag-pray naman natin kung saan-saan ba dapat ako. Yun ang maganda. Doon ka pwede mag-seek ng wisdom. Doon ka mag-seek ng direction. But imagine you seeking direction pero nag-apply. Pero Lord, dito ang gusto ko. Sabi Lord, parang may choice ako. Diba? Pag mag-know ako, magagalit ka naman. Diba, oftentimes we like to pray and we already have the solution in mind. Itong unexpected proposals means that it is different from what you expect to receive from God and you say thank you. Hindi mo man nakikita pa ngayon but you say thank you Lord because I know it comes from you. In our passage of scripture, the solution to Paul's thorn the flesh was not for God to remove it from him. The solution was a phrase. Yung phrase na to said, my grace is sufficient for you. Sabang hirap, no? Magpipray ka ng trabaho ngayon, tapos sasabihin ni Lord, my grace is sufficient for you. You're going through difficulties in your family, and the Lord will say, my grace is sufficient for you. You're having health problems and the Lord will say, my grace is sufficient for you. Mahirap eh. You know what it feels to be broken? Hindi yung pagbinasted ka, hindi yung mga ten times more than that. Yung broken, yung wala ka nang, yung, you feel so hurt, you feel so detached, you feel so, yung broken. You know what it means to feel that broken? Grace means you can experience brokenness but still feel blessed. Yun yung grace. That amidst difficulties in your life, you can still smile and say praise the Lord. That is grace. Yun ibig sabihin ng grace in layman's term. That's what Paul was trying to say. Now despite the things that are happening in your life, despite the, despite the responses that you don't get to understand, you can just look up and say thank you Lord. Because I know your grace is sufficient. The way God often helps us is to break us. 
sino pinakaayo ko eh. And most of us don't like that. When we ask help, Lord, mas laba. Alam mo, pag minsan, nagdadaan ko yun ang pagsubok, tapos nagpray kay Lord, give me strength and guidance. Tapos, all the more, parang mas lumalalim yung, tra- yung problema nyo. Alam mo yun? Ah, hindi ako lang pala. Sige, don't worry. Okay lang yan. <laughs> Do you ever experience those moments? You have a difficulty, tapos there's no answer, dadagdagan pa ng problema, dadagdagan pa ng problema until you're left with ano ganyan? Surrender. Yun yung gusto ni Lord. Yun yung brokenness na gusto ni Lord. When everything, lahat ng solusyon nagawa nyo na, tapos wala na. Lord, ayoko na. Ikaw na. And that's where God wants to work. Kasi pag si Lord kumilos doon, alam niyang hindi ikaw eh. Alam ng ibang tao, hindi ikaw eh. Ayun yung gusto ni Lord, yun ang ibig sabihin ng grace. That at the end of everything else, alam ko, God is there. That's what grace means. That's why, Pakay Poli, your grace is sufficient. God wants to bless us. He blesses us while we cling to our brokenness. Yun yung blessing doon. That you know you're hurt, but you can still feel the love of God. That's grace. <coughs> Psalm 18 verse 2 states, The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. My God, my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. What better word? Rock. bato? Diba last, I, okay, two weeks ago yata, we went hiking with the young professionals sa Mount Kalugon. Daming bato dun eh. Tingin mo bato, tingin mo dito bato, lahat. Lahat bato eh. But when you get to look at this passage of scripture, you get a clearer picture of what it means for God to be your deliverer. To be your rock. Sibin solid, hindi gumagalaw, hindi matinag. Yun ibig sabihin ng rock. And what better way when we were taking pictures sa sa bangin, di ba alam mo, pag yung bato solid, tatayuan mo yun eh, kahit nasa gilid ka, Kevin eh. Di ba si Lovely, remember yung katiketinawag daw na mga kalugong kasi may isang rock formation na mukhang uh, sombrero, di ba? Ikaw ba tatayo sa mismong babato na yun? Di ba? Sabi nga ni na Lovely, may picture din ako doon. Di ba? Hindi ka naman tatayo doon pag hindi mo alam na solid. Di ba? Often times, itetest mo, gumagalaw ba, titignan mo, ah, okay naman. That's what it means to place your faith and your trust in God. It's something solid. And not until you have that visible picture of what it means to trust God. Mahirap eh. Trusting God starts when you give up what you want and replace it for what you know God wants. That's what it means to trust God. Hindi na yung importante kung anong gusto ko. Lord, kung anong gusto mo, yun na lang. Masakit man, pero Lord, kung gusto mo, yun yung gusto ko na din. It's about putting God in charge, believing that He's sovereign and that He knows what He can do. 
That's what it means during this unexpected proposal. Hindi mo manaintindihan, pero alam ko, Lord, naiintindihan mo kung anong ginagawa mo sa buhay ko. And that's enough. So, Mary Beth Eller said, What a gift that within the places we feel weak, God's provision and grace are what we can rely on to see us through. Tama, when I was growing up, uh, ngayon kasi bihira na eh. Alam mo yung mga chiswis o kaya mayonnaise. Nung bata kami, hirap na hirap kami magbukas ng mga ganun. Hindi ko alam ngayon, basta kami noon, hirap eh. Lahat kami subukan namin. Yung sunubukan nyo naman gumahap ng kutsilyo, papatay nyo na lang sarili nyo kasi hindi nyo mabuksan. De. Yung kutsilyo para susungkitin nyo para may konting air na pumasok. Hindi. Subukan nyo nang i-alog dito. Para magkaroon ng air pockets. Tapos iinamin nyo pagkatapos. Ay, hindi wala. Nasubukan nyo lagyan ng lastiko. Hindi rin. Painitin sa kalan. Parang ako lang yata yung may ganon. Di ba, Sean? O, yan. Yung mga madalas na ginagawa namin. Tapos, kahit anong gawin mo, yung hindi magbukas, pambirang chiswis lang to. Eh. Parang nainis ka na, ba't binili ko na lang sana yung nakatetakapak? Parang hindi yung nakaganon. Parang hirap-hirap. Tapos biglang, nung bata kami, I remember my, my father would always look at us, natatawa lang siya. Tapos pag binigay namin siya sa tatay ko, bilang, katak, ang bilis. Aha, wala ka effort-effort. Oftentimes, yung pagbukas niya, bubuksan niya, ang hirap, tapos ibibigay niya sa amin, pero nabuksan na. Baka pag ganun mo, binuksan mo naman na eh. Diba? Alam mo na ganun. Pero alam mo, hindi mabubuksan yun pag hindi, hindi mo handang aminin na hindi mo kaya. I could just imagine kung bata kami, the whole day, diba, hindi, hindi, hindi siguro kami nakakaya ng pandesal. Kasi pinipilit mo talagang buksan eh. Yung tara sa hindi kaya ko to, kaya ko to. Nasa school ka na, kaya ko to, kaya ko to. Graduate ka na, kaya ko to, kaya ko to. Hindi mo na nabuksan. And often God relates to us the same way. How He wish na bibigay mo na yung struggles, yung pains niya, pains natin sa Kanya also so that He can handle it. And that's what it means to see God working in our lives. Our weaknesses become a place to see how God will work in our life. Imagine mo kung lahat perfect na yung ginagawa mo, hindi mo na makikita yung paggalaw ni Lord sa buhay mo eh. But it is in those weak moments, it is in those struggles, it is in those pains that we see God moving in our life. Inviting God in our struggles, inviting God in our pains, Inviting God in our weaknesses is the starting point of us experiencing what it means for Him to be strong and us to be weak. But not until you invite Him in your life. Walang mangyaring ganun. If every day you say, saan kaya ko to? Hindi makikita rin si Lord sa buhay niyo. But the moments you admit that I need God, I'm broken, I'm in pain, I'm angry, those are the moments you will see God working in your life. That's why it's so important to rest. rest. Not rest in peace, but rest in His strength. Rest in His strength. Diba? Imagine nyo ha, binigay mo na yung cheese para buksan ng tatay mo o ng kuya mo Tapos habang binubuksan ng tatay mo, alam mo ginagawa mo, gumagano ka pa rin. Yung pinipilit mo na, ini-imagine mo pa rin. 
Ang wala, wala kwenta, wala mangyayari, di ba? Kaya ko yan, di ba? Pang wala. But to rest means to give it to God and allow Him to work. The same author said, I believe weakness, I believe weakness is not a place of luck, but a place where I have the opportunity to invite God in. A place to become fully whole. A place to experience the, the full extent of grace and peace that, God's, that God offers. You know what it means to experience the strength of God? You know what it means to experience to rest upon His strength? It's the strength to forgive a difficult person. Kung sarili mo lakas, di mo magagawa yan. But because you rely on God's strength, you rest on His strength, then you can forgive. The strength to show up for a test or a procedure. Although hindi mo alam yung outcome, although you, you say, bakit ako ulit magpapatest? Those are the strength that God gives. The strength to ask for help when you need it. Those are God-given. How many one of the hardest thing to say is I need help? Hardest thing to say. Maniwala kayo. And to admit that you need help, that is strength that comes from God. The strength to keep going on. Kahit paulit-ulit na lang yung buhay mo, kahit hindi mo alam ano yung kinabukasan mo, that's what it means to rest on God's strength. That inner feeling to say, tuloy mo lang. That's what it means to rest on God's strength. Today, mga kapatid, what areas in your life do you need to rest on God's strength? Are there any? But it starts with you admitting I am weak and that you are strong. Allow me to end with James chapter 1 verses 2 to 4 that says, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness and let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete Lacking in nothing. There was this guy by the name of A.M. Overtone who wrote a poem when his wife died. Ano kung kailan niya sinulat ito? Kevin. Sinulat niya ito habang nililibing yung asawa niya. So during the wake, he was writing this poem. Imagine, no? Even the pastor during that time, na-notice niya eh, na habang Nasa lamay, pero yung asawa niya may sinusulat lang eh. Kakaiba. But this poem was known all over the world. It bore out the deepest personal sorrow a person can ever go through. And it reads, My father's way may twist and turn. My heart may throb and ache. But in my soul, I'm glad I know he makes no mistake. My cherished plans may go astray. My hopes may fade away. 
but still I'll trust my Lord to lead, for he does know the way. Though night be dark, and it may seem that day will never break, I'll pin my faith, my all in him. He makes no mistake. There's so much now I cannot see. My eyesight's far too dim. But come what may, I'll simply trust and leave it all to him. For by and by, the mist will lift and plain it all he'll make. Though all the way so dark to me, he made not one mistake. In the end, when we all reach to heaven, we'll look over the life that we've gone through. Those different twists and turns, detours, circling around. And, and in that time, when we look upon our life, we would be sure that God made no mistakes. So to end, someone said, sometimes when things are falling apart, they may actually be falling into place. Our down moments may actually be up moments. Opportunity for us to look up and say, your grace is sufficient. Let's bow our heads. Father, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for your word. A lamp to our feet and a light to our path. We thank you for exposing our weaknesses. Salamat po sa mga kahinaan namin, sa mga pagkukulang an opportunity for us to rely on your grace. Father, just like Paul, remind us every day, every moment, every minute, every second, that your grace is sufficient for us, for your power is made perfect in weakness. Lord, we pray that you increase in our life as we decrease. May every day be an opportunity for us to point people to you. we look at our lives. Salamat, Panginoon, for those undeserved positions. 
Truly, we do not deserve anything. We are recipients of your grace. We thank you, Lord, for our unanswered prayers. Opportunity to remember who you are in our lives. That you are God and forever will be God. Lord, we thank you also for those unexpected proposals. Mga sagot na hindi namin akalain na darating. Mga solusyon na hindi namin inaasahan. May we rest on your strength and know what it means for you to be our rock, our deliverer, our fortress. Today, Father, just like the Apostle Paul, may we delight in weakness, in insult, in hardship, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when we are weak, then we are strong. Because truly, O Lord, your grace is sufficient. Father, I pray for each one that is going through a hard time today. Going through their down moments in life today. May this be an opportunity for them to experience your grace. That amidst brokenness, they can experience peace. Amidst hardships, They can count it all joy. Father, I pray for that one person or that family today who is listening. May your love abound in their life. May your words come true. And may their life point to you and you alone. Father, we thank you for today. Truly, O Lord, we are forever thankful for our ups and downs in life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. So in response to God's word for us this morning, we break bread as a family. The Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 11 said, For I received from the Lord what I also pass unto you, the Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Today we partake in an ordinance Jesus instituted 2,000 years ago. These symbolic elements do not have the power to save, but rather we do this as an act of worship and as an act of remembrance. But before we partake of the said communion elements, the Apostle Paul further exhorted, So then whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of sinning against the body and the blood of Jesus. Everyone ought to examine themselves before they eat of the bread and drink from the cup. 
For those who eat and drink without discerning the body of Christ, eat and drink judgment on themselves. Before we partake of the said communion elements, let's pause for a while. Allow the Lord to search and seek us. Admit that we are weak, that we need Christ. And before we partake of these communion elements, let's lay it all down on the cross of Jesus. Our sins, our pains, our struggles. thankful for the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross. Lord, we thank you for your love. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for dying on the cross for us. And today, O oh Lord, we honor you. We give you thanks. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Uh, the ushers will be standing in front. If you wish to partake of the said communion elements, may I request you to form a single line in the middle. And you may begin.
Magandang umaga po sa ating lahat. Napaghahalatang umaapaw ang uh, pasasalamat ng bawat isa ngayong umaga. Amen po dyan. Amen po. Amen. So, dito tayo sa part na tayo'y magbibigay uli para sa Panginoon. And um, ito requirement yung meron kang thankful heart. Amen ho ba? So sabi po sa 2 Corinthians 9, 6-7, Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each man should give what he has decided in his heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. Sabi sa mga sa tatlong verses na to, sa dalawang verses na to, we are to do tat, may gagawin tayong tatlong uh, niya, tatlong bagay and that is to give generously, to give willingly, and to give cheerfully. Then what are the benefits you will get out of doing so? As you give generously, willingly and cheerfully your time your talents and resources and this includes our finances god will give you what you need to continue to be generous and god will use your gifts to bless others and you will certainly be part of the work of his kingdom here on earth so do you May mga tanong ako, do you desire to see this church prosper in sharing the gospel to the lost? Amen. Do you want to be blessed, happy, and content? Parang hindi naman. Ulitin ko, do you want to be blessed, happy, and content? Amen. Last na question, do you want to know and increasingly experience the love of God? Amen. So, ang gagawin lang natin, put your trust in Jesus Christ and serve Him wholeheartedly. Give what you can of yourself, your time, your talents, your resources, and do so cheerfully. For God loves a cheerful giver. Amen? So, bago po tayo mag magbigay, magdasal po tayo. God, we have been made in your image. So, in your generosity, make us generous, Lord. In your faithfulness, make us faithful. Bless these gifts and all the gifts we offer so that whatever gift we bring to you might be an offering of worship before you and will be used in the advancement of your kingdom here on earth. Lord, salamat po sa lahat ng ginagawa niyo po sa buhay namin. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for being there always, Lord God. And Lord, give us a heart full of joy and give us a heart na handang uh, magbigay at uh, ibigay ang aming mga buhay sa iyo, Lord God. Again, Lord, we thank you for everything. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Tayo po'y magbigay.
Good morning, Paul. Uh, please watch this video before I say the announcements. <laughs>
You know, I can't go to that church. I have all these sins and issues. I'm not good enough. Right? But Jesus says, you don't have to be perfect. All he wants you to do is follow him. So are you following Jesus? So how far have I gotten? That's not the question. How consistently do I go to church? That's not the question. How many verses have I memorized? <laughs> so that's not the question. How many Bible chapters did I read? That's not the question. And am I ahead or behind anybody? Is am I? Fishers of men, we have to be on mission with Jesus. We have to go and make disciples. That's your theme, right? Be one, make one. You guys. So following Jesus, it's just four steps. Sit and listen. Loan him your boat. Take him fishing. It's going to affect your relationship, your profession, or your finance. And leave your nets. Follow him wholeheartedly. First Corinthians chapter one verses twenty-seven and twenty-eight says this: But God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. God chose the lowly things of this world and the despised things and the things that are not to nullify the things that are. God uses foolish. Because he can use a broken, poor little boy that the world is pushing out to go all over the world, go to the Philippines and talk to people about Jesus. Because he can use even me. A broken story. He can use your story. Here's the truth. All of our stories are broken. But the gospel is powerful. Your story, your broken story will probably be what draws people to Jesus around you. He can use even you. Right? He can use even you. What's your story? He's using it. You might be sitting here just like I was. You did not intend anything spiritual. You think you've got it all figured out. You're working on your own pride. you got it figured out. And God's talking to you. Brother or sister, do not take another step in this life without saying yes to Him. Jesus is asking you to follow him wherever he leads, whenever he calls, and whatever it takes. Will you make that choice to follow Jesus today? two videos were so inspiring and uh, I sabihin ko lang po yung announcements for the youth jam it's
um, mag-start po siya in November 11, 9.30 to 11.30 at PPMC Hall across McDonald's Insular beside BDO. Uh, if you have further questions, you can ask sila, sila Kuya Jasper and Ate Carissa. Yan po sila. Sa likod po. <laughs> um, for the coffee, uh, for the young professionals, uh, bangan po natin yung next na meet-up ng coffee. For further questions, you can ask Ate Lovely or Kuya PJ. Sila. Makita. Okay. <laughs> Um, Zoom bahay. <laughs> every Sabado, ah, every other pala po, sorry. <laughs> every other Sabado. Um, next po is uh, November 11 din po. And yung next location, if uh, open po kayo sa house nyo for the next Zoom bahay, please approach the young and beautiful Tita Lisa. <laughs> Asan po siya? Nasaan ba sa ata? <laughs> um, for the ecclesia, sino po mga ecclesia dito? Okay, shy type po sila. <laughs> We're on, ay, on our fifth session sa second season. Questions, uh, reach out to the ecclesia staff. Sila Kuya Eric po, ganun. Sila Kuya Kevin. <laughs> Um, and I wanted to say that let's uh, praise God po dahil madami po ang nabaptized last October 31. 26 po sila. <laughs> okay, that's all po. Thank you. Alright. 26 yan. Ang daming ganap, ang daming ginagawa pa si Lord. So Sunday is not only a one-day event. Diba? It's something that we do every day. So if you wish to be involved, let us know. We'll be happy to plug you in. Diba? So let's all stand up as we end in the word of prayer. So making Jesus' last command our first priority. Tapikin may tao sa tabi mo, sabi mo, ready ka na. Let's raise our hands to the heavens. Let's end in a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for this morning. We thank you, O Lord Father, for the life of Paul. Fully, O Lord Father, when we are weak, we are strong because your grace is sufficient. I pray that the love of God, the abounding grace of His Son Jesus, and the constant fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord and all of God's children will say, Amen and amen. God bless. Keep safe. See you next Sunday.